is up, everybody? It's your boy Flash from AOW Gaming, aka Malakai36. I'm here with a couple of my my gaming homies. You know what I mean? Um, starting off from the bottom with the purple background, looking all Gotham Knightish, is my homeboy Mill Dewey Carrot. How you doing today, good sir? Doing good. Can't complain. Living best life I can. The best life you can. That's all you gotta ask for. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just gotta pick up that Heineke. Sometimes you gotta go ahead and pick up a little bit of Red Bull, mix that bad boys together, and you have yourself a four loco. You know what I mean? No? What have you been doing? <laughs> uh, I've been doing absolutely nothing there. It's Nine Ball. How are you doing today, good sir? Uh, apparently not what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. I don't think anyone's doing what he's doing, unless you're doing a raised energy drink, which I think he's done about three of those. Yeah, and we're gonna do that little, little uh, intro in a minute here. Uh, but this is All Things Gaming, Episode 8, Season 3. Uh, here on March 14th, 2023 at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. But you guys are probably wondering, who is this other handsome fellow over here in the upper left corner of my screen? Who Who is this guy right here with the hoodie? Who Who is this guy with them dre the, the little twists? The twists in his hair. Ain't nobody other than Shaolin Keese. How's it going, man? Hey guys, uh, what's up? Thanks for having me. Uh, just ready to talk, chop it up about some games, and you know, have a little bit of fun. Have a little bit of fun. It's all good. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so what had happened is I was getting the story, I was getting the show ready, just getting all the stories together and all that good stuff. And I was like, you know what? Bat signal. Who can we bring on as a special guest? I reached out to my boy Shallon Keys. He's like, Flash, you ain't said nothing but a word. Let me get my Batmobile so I can be there. And, and bring justice to the league. You know what I mean? But hey, I we got, somebody's got to bring justice. So let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. So, tell, so for anyone that's listening or coming across you for the first time, tell the group a little bit about yourself. Who is Shallon Keese in a nutshell? Uh, me in a nutshell? Um, basically, I just I just love video games. Um, I love anime, manga, movies, whatever you want to talk about. I'm kind of well-versed in in some 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 of those things you know what i'm saying like i know i know my knowledge i know my knowledge so you know i i could go there with you uh <laughs> but um you know what like these gentlemen here uh have a great passion for video games and I, I love them um i don't think i'll ever grow out of them so uh you know i i, I stream i do reviews on movies do reviews on games uh Anime, manga, that all that's coming soon. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just one of the, one of the guys. Um, you know, chill, laid back, um, and and, and I'm a joker, and I, I like to have fun. So, that, that's me. Here, all right. So now, so a couple questions I do want to throw at you before we jump into the show proper. What would, mm -hmm. you, what would you say is? I, I know that you had to answer this question off stream, but I want, I want people to hear it. What would you say? One is the your top genre when it comes to video games. Two, what is your favorite video game of all time? And three, what is the number one video game that you dislike the most that you never want to play? Like you actually played it and just don't want to ever play it again. <laughs> okay, uh, my favorite video game genre uh, is fighting games. I, I just that that's just right off the bat where I, I grew up from. Uh, started out with. Um, Started out with Street Fighter, then to Mortal Kombat, then to Tekken. Tekken was like the family 
family video game that we all played. So, you know, you, you sit around your uncles and uh, cousins, stuff like that, you know, get your butt whooped in Tekken. And, uh, you know, you grow to love it. Uh, so, you know, fighting the fighting game genre is, uh, you know, my favorite. Um, the favorite video game of all time. Mm-hmm. This is this is the game of a lifetime experience. If you had to to rate it, what would what would be your game of a lifetime? The game that made you a gamer. Mm, those are two, those are two different questions, but one is like your your game of a lifetime in general. That one. Okay, game of a lifetime, man. That's tough because because again, like it, like I, I was born and raised off fighting games, but. There was that like we we we've all had that era where we played uh, Kingdom Hearts two, mm-hmm. and you know that 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 just I don't know I it's difficult because it's like it's like Kingdom Hearts two, and then like then like Tekken because it's just like it's between those two, and and it's hard because like you know <laughs> Tekken is just like you know the the um, you, you got your hand up. <laughs> I'm just want to say it's really not a hard choice. You know what it is deep in your heart. <laughs> in your heart. Uh, okay, okay, so okay, wait, here, here, here we are. Now. Okay, so so Tekken, Tekken, it just has that legacy. You know what I'm saying? I, like from starting from Tekken one all the way to you know now Tekken eight, which is not really out yet, but started from Tekken one. Just that, just that legacy alone uh, puts. Tekken, you know, in a, in a grand standing, in my opinion, like it puts it in a, in a in a uh, in a in a kind of like a Hall of Fame type of status. Mm-hmm. But then you have you know then you have two to where you know it was just a it was just a step above you know the first one, and it was just something about Kingdom Hearts two that just like grab that just like captivated you and just like I don't know like. You didn't skip the intro, like you did. If 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 you like, if you were a real fan of Kingdom Hearts, you did not skip that intro. If you skip oh, that no. intro, like you know, you you had to just restart the game all over again. Just to like <laughs> but like, I don't know. Oh, man. Preach it, preach it. <laughs> so I'll give I'll give you an out because they're two entirely different genres. I'm perfectly fine with having them both be your game of a lifetime. Uh, thank you, thank you. Because <laughs> I, I, if I would have picked one or the other, that the other side would have came after me. Yeah. <laughs> if it um, wasn't Kingdom Hearts, I would have left. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, so the game that that I you said the game that I dislike the most. Yeah, the game that you're just like I'm never touching this ever again in my entire life. We know which one is Malakai's. <laughs> Uh, for me, I would say uh, Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Ooh, wow! Uh, okay, okay, and and you know what? And I I believe that though, be, because of how much of a Marvel fan you are, it it it, it, it pained me, man. Like yeah. I, dude, I bought that game day one, and I bought the deluxe edition, and mm. just uh, man, well, actually, there's. Mm, Actually, now now that I think about it, there's one that beats out that. <laughs> yes, uh, Jump Force. Oh, really? I can see it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on, hold on, hold on. And the reason and the reason why I say Jump Force is because 
Well, it's, it's both Marvel's Avengers and Jump Force. Like, I, I can't I can't choose between the two. Because, like, so with Jump Force, dude, I you you have to you have to realize I paid a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'll mm. Deluxe, and, which was at a hundred dollars, and for that game to to you know underperform like that and not really you know captivate me in, in that in that type of way that I that you think from a Shonen Jump game to have all these characters, mm-hmm. you know that that highly disappointed me, and you know just just. And I think it was it was just a developer too. Like the uh, Spike Chunsoft was just you know not really um, a great developer when it came like when it comes to like games. Like don't get me wrong, some sandbox games are fun, but it, it was it was just the same. It was just the same copy and paste game uh, that they that they usually make. Um, and then with Marvel's Avengers, that's just self-explanatory. Live service <laughs> game. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, copy and paste the uh, sloppily made um, outfits. Um, Spider Man was was Spider- not really Spider Man. Trash, yeah, that was Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man was trash. The, the traversal was trash. Hey, that um, was the best but... Spider Man that intern could make. <laughs> Malone, he was, he did his like, best. Like, like, <laughs> it was his like, first like, day on the here. job. Yeah, and then like he he didn't even get, he even have his like his own story. It was just like a cutscene, and that, that was pretty much it for his missions. And then the the worst thing of all, I think, it, like, like I mean, live service too. But it came to a point where I couldn't even like even start up. I can't even boot up the game. Like it would just like freeze Ugh. at like when it's like it was like at the loading screen. It would just freeze, and I and wow. I couldn't hold it. So I was just like, you know what, I'm. I'm deleting this game. Like this, this is I'm uninstalling it. It's never coming back. That is crazy. And the crazy part about it is the company that made it. Yeah. Right. Square Enix. Uh, uh, it was it was Montreal, I think it was. Idios Mont. No, it wasn't Idios. It was Crystal. No, it was Crystal Square... Dynamics. Yeah, Square, Square Enix, but Crystal Dynamics under Square Enix at the time. Now, yep. now Crystal Dynamics is is under Embracer Group. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, yeah, no, they, I mean, yeah, thank you very much for sharing. Uh, um, I, I I am very shocked that, I mean, because, again, for me, for, now, obviously, you have a different experience with it than I do, but Jump Force, for me, like, I thought the combat on that was super fun. It just wasn't balanced. So if you go against people that purposely try to be cheap or whatever, then it can be not fun. Um, story yep. story wasn't great, but I never expected story, stories to be great in fighting games at all. But I thought the mm-hmm. con- uh, concept of you being able to create your character, like the characters as you were fighting with them, felt really good to me. The only issue that I had with Jump Force was the fact that all three characters shared one life bar. I I, I don't yeah yeah I, I hate sense. You said what? I mean, they couldn't do it like Marvel vs. Capcom, they, where it's they, like yeah, they could have done it like that because because you can set it to where there's no timer. So if there's no timer, then why not just have all three of them have their uh their own individual health bars and stuff like that versus everyone's just sharing one life. That was the issue that I had with Jump Force. Aside from that, I, I actually like Jump Force quite a bit. Mm. And also, I, I think we were playing it with you at um, E3. Yeah. E3. And at the time, it definitely seemed like, oh, this might be really fun. But then I feel like it's like one of those games that we've kind of had recently where it's like, oh, this looks really good. And like beginnings of some beta testing. And then it's just at launch, you're like, what happened? 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, because I remember that. Like, I remember when I when we were at E3, it was me and, and either, either uh, uh, Just Deep or Barely Leave. It was one of us that was fighting. I think I was fighting Barely Leave, because I you actually, you know what? It, no, 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 no. I fought Barely Leave on the My Hero Academia game. It was Just Deep I was fighting. But, um, but I remember Sasuke just using his sword technique. It was cutting through like butter. And I never felt like a, a game, a sword style, or a game that has a sword style that was like Sasuke's that was in the game. And I was like, man, this just feels so clean, so crisp. And then, uh, and then the fact that later on I was able to play with Super Saiyan Goku, Super Saiyan Vegeta. Like all that felt super, super cool to me. And the animations were like... When you pulled off your special abilities, that was beautiful. That was like some Gatorade get hype moments right there. But um, but yeah. But as far as like again, the the gate, the actual hub of it when you're not fighting, when you're running around the city, that I, I'm not really the biggest fans of, of that. The way that that was set up, uh, the gameplay. I mean, not the gameplay, but the, the actual storyline. You guys know me. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of when it comes down to actual story content. Um, it just, it didn't make sense to me because it, it, it was just kind of all over the place. It was just a, a thrown in story. So that wasn't good. And then the fact that they only had one life bar between the three characters, that was something that annoyed me too. <laughs> they all shared the life bar. <laughs> they, they did. They did. And, 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 and honestly, even not aside from jump force, that never made sense to me in any fighting game. It never, ever did. I, I'm just, unless they're like an actual lore as to why. They're sharing the same life life bar. Like one that might be the ghost and the other one might be the host. Like I don't know. It's just one of those things where it never made sense to me ever to only have one life bar when you're in a fighting game. I will say in uh Street Fighter Cross Tekken, they also did uh the um Well no, because they no, I, I lied. Because they had they had a mechanic to where uh yeah, I got confused. They didn't share one life bar. They had it they well no, because if you if you defeat one uh one of your partners, then the then the match ended. Mm-hmm. But they also had a mechanic to where like it's called it was called a uh, Pandora mechanic to where you can gain uh you can gain a lot of power in exchange for your uh for your partner's life mm-hmm. life or whatever. So like you'll sacrifice your partner and then you like you'll get all this you get a a huge power up. Uh, yeah. for your character yeah but i was i will say in, in terms of uh story story-wise and fighting games i will say tekken has, has a has a pretty pretty uh good story i heard that yeah and and, and that is one thing though is that like if unless you're following tekken from like the at least from the third one i really want to say the first one but if you're not following Tekken at least from the third one then the story will get away from you it's not going to make a lot mm-hmm. of sense because you're not going to know who who's who's part of the faction who's part of the um like who's underneath uh like why Jin is like the new head and stuff like that like none of that's going to make sense to you mm-hmm. yeah you, you tell right about that yeah but yes thank you very much again for that shallon keys uh once again we are we gather here every single tuesday to talk about video game news updates everything that we like about video games and all that good stuff um we also are anime enthusiasts well we don't have an anime segment currently but that will be coming back soon back out of like a bad habit but you guys also might be aware that what we do is a fantasy gaming league which i what we uh which we're going to talk about a little bit today every single uh well for the year 
Uh, we all get together. We all pick our games that we think is going to high score uh, score highly, uh, and then anyone that scores the highest out of everyone at the end of the year wins the the league. It's very similar to fantasy football, but instead of going against one person at a time weekly, you're against everyone annually, and it's on a hundred point scale with seventy points being the threshold. Anything that scores above seventy points on the Metacritic uh, gains you points. Anything below loses you points, and then anything that's right at seventy neither gains nor loses. And then there's also la- one last thing out there called counter picks which we threw in there to try to kind of help uh, mess up your opponent there. Um, so if I counterpick a game that's on Mildew and Carrots list and it does poorly, then not only does he lose those points, but I leech those points off of his poor scores. Um, and then vice versa. If it comes out and does great, though, then he gains the points like he normally would, but I would actually be suffering the benefit of that uh, or the yeah the penalty of that. But then uh, there's also a thing out there to where if the game gets delayed until the next year, then it messes them up because they won't be able to drop that game for another game. So without further ado, this is what the list is looking like right now. Um, in first place, we have Mildew and Carrot. Second place, we have Silent. Uh, third place, we have Illis B Live. Uh, fourth place, we have... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yes, fourth place, we have Sha- uh, Dr. Keese, a.k.a. Shallon Keese. Fifth place, we have It's the Nine Ball. Uh, sixth place, we have ALWT Gaming. Uh, seventh place is Ohio. And last place currently right now is Gravity Mark Two. This is what each game is looking like right now. Uh, Zaka Corp, a.k.a. It's the Nine Ball, has on his list. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which is pending. Wolong Fallen Dynasty got him 12 points. I got an 82 on Metacritic. Redfall pending. Wolf Among Us, zero points. This is not good because it's not coming out this year. Uh, the Lucky, the Plucky Qu- uh, Squire pending. Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. Uh, Warhammer 40K Space Marine 2. System Shock Tekken 8. All those are pending. He has an open spot still. And then he has a counterpick of Sons of the Forest. So right now, he has 12 points for his overall. ALWT Gaming, a.k.a. me. I have Final Fantasy 16, Street Fighter 6, Hades 2, Forza Motorsport, Xbox Series X version, Oxen Free 2, Lost Signals, Eater Knights, Stellar Blade, Power World, and Remnant 2. Those are all pending. The game that released for me was Horizon Call of the Mountain, which got me 10 points, 80 on Metacritic. And I have a counterpick of Black Myth uh, Wukong, which is not coming out this year. Third place is Illuminatus Living, aka Illus Be Live. He has Resident Evil 4 Remake. Hollow Knight, Silk Song, uh, Sea of Stars, those are all pending. He has two games that dropped uh, so far this year, which is Octopath Traveler 2, which got him 14 points, 84 on Metacritic. Like a Dragon Ishin, 11 points, 81 on Metacritic. And he has five open spots. He has a counterpick of Wolf Among Us 2, which is confirmed not coming out this year. Um, Next up is Titan Brain Go Punch, a.k.a. Silent. Who has <laughs> fire, fire Emblem Engage? We got some 11 points, 81, uh, 81 on Metacritic. He has Theater Rhythm, Final Bar Line, 16 points, which is 86 on Metacritic. And then the rest are pending, which is Liza P, Armor Core uh, 6, Fires of Rubicon, Pikmin 4, Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, Metro Prime 4, Dragon Age Dreadwolf. He has two open spots and he has a counter pick of Bayonetta. Oh, Bayonetta, uh, Cereza, and the Lost Demon, which is projected to get an 81 right now. So that's good news for you there, Dr. Q. That's bad news for Silent. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I had a feeling that one might do something. I, I honestly didn't think that was going to do anything. Because, I about agree 100% with you there, Cam. I didn't, I didn't know people would like it. Yeah, just just because it's so different than the actual bayonet itself, and that's that's what I think. That's what my concern was, just because it's such an offset to the original bayonet. 
I, like it feels almost JRPG-ish, to which I'm like, that kind of screams out to people. I feel like mm-hmm. there's going to be a good group getting it because you don't need to know the Bayonetta stories beforehand to play this one because this is technically the pre origins, yeah. To, yeah, to that. So it's like, uh, <laughs> that one's a yeah. yeah. So this one's, I mean, obviously it's going sp- strictly off of reviews, like the people that's reviewing the game before it even comes out for the most part. But it is one of those things where it's just like. This is such in, inside the same vein as Chocobo GP to me, which Chocobo in general, Chocobo GP, that's tied to the Final Fantasy universe. Most Final Fantasy games review very well or are really held in a, in a adorn, but Chocobo GP just, just did not do well. That's what I thought this was going to be. I thought that Bayonetta, as well as it scores, I figured that uh, Bayonetta and uh, Cereza and the Lost Demon or whatever, I figured that that was going to be something that's just not not just not gonna hit but dr q so far right now it's pending that i've dodged a bullet um carrot patch inc is next up right here mildew carrot has hogwarts legacy got him 14 points 84 on metacritic wild hearts got him 9 points 89 on metacritic company of heroes 3 got 10 points 80 on metacritic those are all that have dropped for him so far then he has pending marvel spider-man 2 um, Sons of the Forest, Advanced Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp, Minecraft Legends, Terra Nil, Adelizer Ryza, oh, Adelir Ryza 3, Alchemist of the End, and The Secret Key. That is a long title. Um, <laughs> we got to talk about this title name. Uh, yes, it's all, it's, I mean, it literally is starting to become like an anime title. Like, is it wrong to pick up Girls in a Dungeon? That time I got reincarnated as a slime. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's starting to like, take hey. on that. Hey, be thankful that that's the English name, okay? I, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he has an open spot, and he has a counter pick of One Piece Odyssey, which got a 74 on Metacritic, costing him four points. I uh, will gladly take that. <laughs> I do have a question for you, though, Malika, because Sons of the Force is already out, but it's early access. I'm guessing it's not counting that. Yeah, isn't that? And that's exactly okay. what it is. Yeah, it has to have right. yeah. And that's fine. I'm still going to put on there, represent and respect. Nineball curse you for counterpicking it. How dare you disrespect <laughs> I, that, No, don't give me, you know I bought it. <laughs> I know you bought it, but still, you dare disrespect it. <laughs> I bought it, okay? <laughs> Next up is Dr. Q, a.k.a. Shallon Keys, a.k.a. Dr. Keys. Um, he has uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, which is pending. Alan Wake 2, which is pending. Dead Island 2, which is pending. And then he has two, again, well, Bayonetta Origins to Resident Evil Lost Demon. That's pending, but it's trending at an 81 right now. And then the game that dropped for him is Dead Space Remake, which got him 19 points, 81, 89 on Metacritic. He has five open spots in his counterpick of Four Spoken, which got a 63, which gave him three extra points. Um, what can I say about Resident Evil? I mean, Dead Space. Dead, I'll yeah. Say that for later. Yeah, yeah I, actually, I think yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about that if we have some time at the end because there's there's some things that came out about Dead Space or not Dead Space, Dead Island. Um. Gravitron is up next, uh, aka Gravity Mark II. He has what's pending is Star Wars. Oh, poor Gravity, man. He has. I know. <laughs> he has. He tre- he's tree tried, guys. This is his first time. It, it is. It, it's going to be his last time and, at this and, rate. And this is this is Doctor Keese's first time. You know, like. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But anyway, now I know how to pick him. <laughs> so on here he has Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which is pending. Skull and Bones, which is pending. 
Um, Black Myth of Wukong is not coming out. Atomic Heart, which got him four points, 74 on Metacritic. But then he has Support Spoken, which lost him three points, 67 on Metacritic. He has five open spots, and he has a counter big of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but here's, here's the thing. That's actually... As risky as a as a band that is, or a counterpick that is, it's actually a smart one. Because unless, I don't think that Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is hitting in December. It's not coming I, out. I don't think, it's coming out, it's coming out in this winter. I just don't think it's going to be this actual official winter. I think it's going to be like March of next year. Yeah, I was so, about to say, it's not coming out this year at all. Yeah, I, well. You don't think it's coming out by December? I don't think so because December in video game terms is anywhere between November through March. That's, oh, let that's, alone that's, already work. Oh, sorry. Well, that that's that's the fourth quarter on that. The only thing that's making me think that it could come out in December, which is a very small sliver, is the fact that Final Fantasy uh, Crisis Core Reunion that they they said uh, this winter and that came out last December. Okay. The, but also the opposite of that is that reunion already existed. They just remastered it, had some new voice acting in there, and kind of changed up the battle system a little bit. So there's not really a ton more to do there, at least from uh, outside looking in. There's not a lot to do there. As far as Rebirth, that's a brand new game from the ground up. Like, right. you, you can't just port over part of 7 original inside this game. And for all we know, Rebirth is not going to be the same experience that we had in 7 original anyway. So it's, it's truly a, a brand new game that was from the ground up. Uh, however, um, they have been working on this since uh, 7 Remake had dropped, which was in 20, uh, 2020. So this, so they've been working on this already for three years. Wait, when did, when did, it, uh, when did that reveal happen? Was it 2020 or was for, it 2020? For Remake? For, uh, for Rebirth. Rebirth happened literally this, this past year. Like, oh, that was 20. Yeah, it was it was in twenty. Uh, so Rebirth was at a Square Enix twenty five year or twenty five year event anniversary. It was in the middle yeah. of last year, and then they're like, "Hey, reunions coming out this winter." Everyone got stoked for that. Then they said, uh, "Then they said Rebirth." That's what they ended with. They said Rebirth is going to be releasing in a uh, winter of twenty twenty three. Okay. Yeah. Well, if if it's coming winter twenty twenty three. And you you said that it may come out uh, next year, but like, so the date, so what? There's the dates aren't really set. They're it, just kind of like giving. Yeah, up it's a window. It's pro- a, yeah. project. Yeah, it's a window. But what really what they're saying is fourth quarter, and fourth quarter in video game terms is anywhere between November through March, pretty much. Okay. So yeah, so that's it's just a weird. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, it goes off the fiscal year. Fiscal year. Like, that, that's what I was trying to say. It's go, it goes off their fiscal year. So their fiscal year ends in like February, March of the following of the next year. Okay. So yeah, that's the saving grace right there for uh, Gravitron is that there's, there's a good chance it's not truly launching in 2023. It'll likely be beginning portion of 2024, but you never know. Um, <laughs> then lastly, we have Moga, a.k.a. Make Ohio Great Again, a.k.a. Ohio, who has One Piece Odyssey, which dropped, got him four points, 74 on Metacritic. The rest are pending at Diablo 4, Starfield, Assassin's Creed, Mirage, and Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. Uh, Chernobyl. And then uh, he has five open spots and a kind of pick up Skull and Bones. Four points is where he's sitting at right now. So there you have it. Um, 
And before we finally officially get to start on with this with the topics and all that good stuff, I want to remind you guys that if you guys are feeling a little tired, you guys can go out there and go to get yourself a raise energy from Rep Sports, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Type in A-L-W-T Game at checkout and get 15% off. That is what, Marquise? 15% off. Yeah, 15% off. ALWC Gaming at checkout. That's what you got to type in if you want to get that, save that money and get that. Okay, Marquis, we go through this every week. <laughs> That's right, guys. You type that in, get 15% off, and you can be like Malachi. You know what? You know what? If you do that, I'll give you a personal shout-out. You know what I mean? Just a personal <laughs> shout-out. Let's go. Take a picture of yourself drinking that raisin drink, send it on in, and we'll shout you out saying, look at this person. <laughs> Uh, story number one, which is PlayStation 5 Pro Rumors. This is, what, this is a very interesting one right here. Stephen Wright from GameSpot says this is an article. The PS5 has been out for less than three years, but a higher spec version may already be in development. A new report from Insider Gaming claims that the hypothetical PS5 Pro is already in the works and that Sony is targeting a late 2024 release window. Like the PS4 Pro... This PS5 Pro will have, would have better specs than the base console, allowing for better visuals and performance. Alongside its own unnamed sources, the report cites uh, a recent patent filed by PlayStation's console architect, Mark Cerny, that, took, uh, that looks to boost the performance of ray tracing tech as possible reason for the PS5 Pro. It also claims that the next generation of PlayStation consoles, the PS6, will not release until uh, at least 2028. The report itself notes that the logic of PS5 Pro is very much up for a debate given recent chip shortages limiting supply of the console until uh, recently. It's also unclear to what extent developers have pushed the limits of the existing PS5 hardware as most PS5 games released on PS4 as well. End quote, end story. So I want to start off with you guys. We had this conversation before and... uh, I know that beforehand we had said, it does it make sense to have a PS5 Pro? Do we need a PS5 Pro? What all are they going to do? Um, and I've, I've heard Mildewy thoughts, Mildewy Carrot's thoughts about it. I heard it's Nineball's thoughts about it. I want to start off with you there, Shaolin Keys. What do you think, uh, do you, what do you think about this story in general? Does the PS5 Pro uh, interest you at all? Do you think that there's a, a reason or, or a need for a PS5 Pro in this uh, space? And lastly, if so, what do you think is going to be uh, consist of what the PS5 Pro is going to be in there? Um, I mean, looking looking back at it, how we we've had the uh, the PS4 Pro. I think, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't didn't the PS3 have a? Well, it was the PS3 Slim. Yeah, they, yeah, that's yeah, that's slim versions so, of that. So, so what would that count as like a kind of like a pro type uh spec? I don't remember if they respect it or not. I know they changed the shaping them because there was a lot of complaints with like that the curvature okay. shape and all that people are just having problems with, so they made a slimmer version. But Mimo, gotcha. do you remember if they changed the specs on that? For the PlayStation three slim. PlayStation three slim. No. I thought they had a PlayStation four pro. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had they had a PS4 Pro. The back to the PS3, like they had the big bulky one. Then they had one that uh, that was uh, the one that I have was like the second gen of that. Then they came out with the PS3 Slim, and then that's all I really know. I don't think that they had actually had any upgraded specs in the actual like guts of it. I think it was just literally just sizing, um, 
maybe on the one I had it was a little different. Um, but I, I don't think that there's anything brand like new inside the PS3 Slim or anything like that. Gotcha. I'm um, looking it up right now. Looks like the only difference might have been storage and slight differentials between GPU and CPU processors. But other than that, it doesn't really look like too much heavy change. Mm. Okay. But, uh, I mean, so. Personally, me, uh, I can see the P. I can see the PS Five Pro working, uh, in in the terms of um, more more PS Fives get getting to uh, getting out to homes. Uh, uh, we we all know that there was a chip shortage uh, shortage and everything like that, so not a lot of people were able to uh, have their hands on the PS Five. Now with now with the PS Five Pro, uh, you know, supposedly dropping. Uh, re- relatively soon, um, you know, you, you'll have those people that you know kind of missed out on getting the original PS5. Now that you know the PS5 Pro and the PS5 are are probably going to come out in tangent, maybe people will uh, will be able to get their hands on on both of them. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a uh, um it's 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 a it's a best of both worlds. And then plus like with the with the PS5 Pro, um, you know, bet, better better specs. Uh, I heard a rumor that there might be a, a built-in, like, a better built-in fan. I'm not really entirely sure about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Hey, I, I apologize. I, <laughs> I, I apologize. But, I don't know, just just uh, better specs, better uh, better uh, graphics, uh, better graphics engine uh, or whatever. Um, just, just overall, just, um, I mean, more sleeker, maybe more, maybe more custom, uh, customization options, uh, for it. Um, I mean, I, I, I might, I might grab a pro, but I mean, te- to be quite technical, if you have a PS5, now you got to question yourself, like, is there really a, a necessary, uh, is it really necessary to get a PS5 Pro when you already have the PS5? You know what I'm saying? Like, at this point, it's like kind of like you know, being greedy a little bit. <laughs> uh, you know, no, I get, I get you. I think, and, and I'll be real quick on this. I think that there's, I, I'm, I'm not sure if there's really like the the reason why I'm not sure if there's really a, a need for a space for that is because right now, PS5 wise. We haven't even pushed the PS5 of what it can potentially get to. You know, I mean, like, like there's still a lot of games that came out for the PS4 as well. But as they said inside the article, kind of like showing that there's not really a need for the uh, for, for that push and power as of yet. The most I've seen them do with the PS5 was that Matrix demo. That was the most that I've kind of seen them do, which that was incredible. That was incredible to me as far as like how a game could can look. Um but again, we haven't got to that point yet. Like, I think that after this year and uh, like after this year is done, then at that point, if they start making things more uh, specifically for next gen only, then at that point, I can better assess it and be like, all right, th- yes, there's a need for this. Or uh, only if you just want to get like maybe faster. Like, I don't know if there's 
a faster SSD that's out there or, or uh, higher. There are storage. SSDs are like uh, hard normal hard drives where they have write speeds. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, maybe that could be. Maybe you can get even a faster SSD now that they're only focused well, on. Go ahead. You're not going to have SSDs in fives. They actually got rid of them. They run like the, NVMe's the pro? now. The pros. So they run NVMe's now. NVMe is actually replacing SSD in terms of speed and write speeds because it's directly tagged into the motherboard. So it's a lot. Um, not only that, but just the com- the the compression rates and everything is just a lot better. So read and write speeds are up to are pretty much outdoing SSDs. SSDs are kind of becoming like, at least especially in PCs, are kind of becoming almost like a C items in a way. So. Um, you're not going to see the five running SSD. You're going to see mainly running it. Um, talking about, you're talking about now, the PS5 Pro, right? Because right now the PS5s yeah. do have the SSD. Yeah, no, yeah, the PS5, PS5 Pro. have NVMe's in them. Yeah, That's... so the the Pro is going to have NVMe's. It's not going to have an SSD. Um, the only way you would have an SSD with any of the fives or five Pro is if they did it as like a side, um, like an external drive, and that would be it. Mm-hmm. So you're mainly going to be running NVMe's. Now, the biggest thing is currently, because right now the current system has a 500 gigabyte NVMe, so the biggest thing, next step would be, is one one TB, um, one terabyte, or possibly two, pending. I know there was some issues, at least with the first rounds, and them having to authorize certain like NVMe's that would work for it. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe they'll have better um, integration with NVMe's on the second one. I heard that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Other than like some stuff like that, and again, and you guys will have more knowledge on this than I do, but I'm not sure if you can actually get something like a 3090 inside of a, a PS5 or something like that. Um, yeah, um, right now, y'all are at the equivalent. Most people are comparing it to a 2070. Yeah. Okay. So Currently, the most powerfulest graphics card is a 4090. Yeah. Yeah, but that, which that's have was, you seen those things but, about the size of the PlayStation Four? See, I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen that. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I wouldn't have. No, I, would, I was watching like Jay's two cents, I believe, was showing them, and he compared it to a literal PlayStation Five. Wow, that's crazy. Unless you have like liquid cooling on that thing, it's literally a PlayStation Five level of size. That's crazy, because I know yeah, that like, that would be the under. Uh, I was about to say, I know that that would be the other uh, entry to a pro is that they do want to make it smaller, sleeker, and, and everything like that. So if it, so if, if, a, if a 4090 or a 3090, if that's going to be the size of a PS5, then yeah, there's no there's no need to, to have that in a pro until the until maybe if they find a way to condense those. Well, they would be running um, laptop versions then, possibly. If they're trying to condense stuff, laptop, um, higher-end laptops, and I don't remember which one is the current running for laptop right now, would be the best bet because they're built slimmer to fit in and handle it. But, mm-hmm. again, like I said, I, I don't know what they're going to be putting in. And the fact that they're talking about advanced, the advancing ray tracing, which is like most... Pretty much all GPUs nowadays that you're running, at least up and running in current ones should have ray tracing enable capabilities on most of them so i'm just kind of curious like what they're going to add in because like as you know i've said like you know if these are something higher like one that's an expensive gpu guys like yeah that thing i think is running what 2k 2 3k i can look at it real fast um let alone the power requirements is absolutely disgusting most of the time consoles one of the console's biggest feats or problems is basically the power supply 
Most of them run around 400, I want to say 400 watts. Like, I base run, I think, is... like, thousand. I think mm-hmm. I run a thousand. Yeah, I want to say base uh, for low builds is going to be around 450. Um, most mid builds, you're talking like a 750 watt power supply generator. Uh, I'm definitely running a 1000 watt. And now that's also not counting the fact that I think I've got a eight, an 80 gold 1000. So there's different levels of those that we. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. The, times. the RTX but, is running at 1500, 1500, $1,600. Okay. 16 for the 4090s. Mm-hmm. So, okay. It wasn't as high as it normally has been, but I think they've gotten that bet down. That's because they're starting to get competition. A lot of people are looking at the uh, AMDs. Yeah, no, AMD is. Which I'm is running around. AMD. Mm-hmm. It's running around 800, I want to say. Yeah. AMDs, I, I love AMD. I run a full AMD rig. So, um, a lot of that. Well, I was trying to go on. We got sidetracked there. Sorry, guys. Two techies. Um, Lake Nymal said, so the biggest thing is power supply, and these systems have had issues with heating in the past. We've seen that with the 4. You know, the 5 was built this way so it could have a better cooling tower in it. The main way you're going to get anything else bigger in there with that amount of power supply, so if you're going to put a bigger GPU in there to handle better ray tracing or not, be able to have the CPU in there handle the, that processing RAM, and then not only the power supply to power that, you're going to need a coolant system. You're not going to be able to fan cool that at all anymore. And to be honest, that cooling system, those things are not cheap either. Like I've installed a couple, like one already. Um, and I say one because normally I just use the fan bases, but they've stopped doing those, which is like great, you know. So I remember the old days though, with the whole the glass tube pipings and everything. You remember those those rigs? Nine ball looks like an aquarium on crack. <laughs> oh, um, liquid cooling has grown a lot, actually. Um, oh, I know. I've I've got some. But I'm like I'm just like you remember those old days when you got the rigs that look like it's like an aquarium of tubes. Yeah. Like, um, like... I forgot who was just doing one. Um, God, what's his face? Jay's two cents. I mean, the only bad thing is you about look like you got to be a plumber or something because you got to deal with <laughs> PVC pipes and stuff. And I I don't like I said before. Water next to PC. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, they've got some better ones that are. Um, oh yeah, they're a lot more. That run, they're pretty much what they are. It's like a. It's just a long brick fan that you can attach to the top. Two pipings run down to the top CPU core coolant. You attach it on, and pretty much it just goes. And you just plug it in. So that's the simplistic one. There are more advanced ones that get it going and get it cooling faster and all. So like you can do overclocking and everything and keep everything cool. That is a no go. But even the just a basic one. Like I said, it's a big one. Like, it's a three-brick fan with the cooling system in it that it then ties into the CPU. Like, if you already look how big these things are, like, this thing is going to be bigger. It's, you're talking, like, a PC tower size if you try and put any of these components in there to fully amp it up. So I'm very interested to see what they're going to do. And then the last thing is, my concern would be also is as you upgrade the tech, anytime you do that, as 9 volt said, especially with the newer 4090s out there and all, it's pricey. So... What is that going to do to the price? Right now, it's like 500 for the base PS5. What's the Pro going to be? 600 700 800 to accommodate for that technology? Honestly, if so, they, since they came out with the PSVR 2 at 550 I'm not surprised that the Pro would be $600, well, $700. Here goes the and thing. that's the concern. Is like If they're trying to get it out there to people, yes, it's got some better specs. But people are barely getting the 5s. One, because of the chip shortages. Like, even though people are like, oh, it's no longer happy. I'm like, I've yet to see... like. 
full recovery, guys. Like, so we're still barely so we're like, you know, we have five on the shelf, but then those will go, you know, by the time you get to the next 10 in. Um, and then like people have also been like kind of really holding off on money in terms of stuff like buying like extra expenditures and all this stuff because, you know, there a lot with the current situations in the world and everything, you know, with jobs and all that, a lot of people are probably just like, you know what, we're just going to sit tight. Yeah. So inflation. the cheaper version is going to be the better one right now. If they do anything with this new stuff, I'm hoping it's just putting it to building the sixes coming later. And if they are thinking about five, don't do it now. Push it back a year or two. Like, because I feel like trying to do a pro now is not going to be a good thing. I'd say try and get as much fives as you can out there, give it a year or two, and then push a pro out if you can. Yeah. Yeah. One problem is not so much, I don't think, the cost. And this is going to be something weird. And this is something I've brought up a lot. Consoles, people think consoles are cheap. They're cheaper than PCs. They're not. It's just one difference. The PlayStation and Xbox take a hit on the consoles because they remake that money back up on the software. Most of the time, the consoles cost a lot more than what it is. So most time they take around 50, 100, sometimes even around 150 if need be hits on these. That's the reason why they was both stalling. You remember in the beginning when they was revealing theirs and they was both stalling their prices? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And really it was how low can you go game they was playing. Because <laughs> even though you can um even though the consoles may cost more it's going to basically be eaten up by them if they can have more things, if they can have more software to sell on it. But the problem with the new console comes in when one of the issues, like when Mildewy was talking about earlier, the other ones, they haven't sold enough PlayStation 5s alone. And you don't want to bog them down with a bunch of choices, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 5 Pro. And number two, the cost, you can only eat such. I mean, you don't want to take a $500 hit per console. You don't want to take a six, a four, five, six hundred $600 hit. The more you That's take on a hit, yeah. <laughs> and let's say it sells 20 million, uh, a million consoles. That's actually going to do more damage than help. While certain companies are big enough, i.e. like Microsoft, to where they can just eat the damage and not even wonder where, where the money's going. It's like pocket change. I'm not sure. I think I had a 10 in here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. I don't. For Sony, I know they don't want to eat that much. I know Sony will make up a lot of their money because Sony does such a good job on their game development with some of the best games to come out. I mean, you're looking at basically The Last of Us, which turned into a top, which turned into a series, which is actually a really good series. So I've been (laughs) watching it. It's been really good out of a series, actually. It's following it. Well, I haven't really played a lot of The Last of Us, but for for somebody like me, I kind of held off when I heard the show was coming on. So I was like, I don't want to spoil it. I want to see this and see how they do it. But key scenes are in there. They took liberties, and it really made a huge difference in the series. But even with that, when they talk about that one, they're talking about other ones that they want a green light too. And this is just a testament to how good sony is at their video game development you know you got that one 
what was the movie that came out? Uncharted. They Uncharted. Thank you. I couldn't. I was thinking of Nathan Drake, but I couldn't think of the series. <laughs> I've even heard rumors of a God of War. Yeah, that's uh, going to be on Amazon, yeah. and then Horizon is going to be on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've been I've been hearing about those, and I'm like, I'm like, I, I want to see. You know, they've been doing decently from what Nimble said. You know, so I haven't heard bad reviews, but um, I mean, they've got that. But just the thing with the consoles though is like. Like Nimble said, you can only eat so much. Before yeah, even with those on them, they, that's eating too much. You know, it's not eating too much. Them Capcom boys, store number two. We're going on over here. Uh, <laughs> Alexandra, Alexandra Hall from Kotaku says this in the article. Today, Capcom streamed a new Capcom Spotlight event on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, stop it for a second. That was last week for anyone that's watching right now. Just, it's not today. It was last week. While uh, Back to the story. While the cat was already out of the bag on its biggest news, a Resident Evil 4 demo, out today there is plenty more to see. If you'd like to watch it yourself, you can find the stream uh, the stream archived here, which again, you have to go to uh, Kotaku for that. That said, there's everything. here's everything that we saw in today's Capcom Spotlight stream. And starting off with the first one, um, we have the Mega Man Battle Network co- uh, Legacy Collection. Uh, we have Street Fighter VI. We have, I don't, I don't know what, Cap, Capcom Town and Capcom ID. I don't know what that is. Um, then we have Exo Primal, uh, which that one we uh, they have revealed that there's going to be a beta or was a beta demo beta that's going to be happening this. Probably um, a beta. Oh oh oh! Yeah. Here it is. A two day open beta test will start on March 17th. That's what that's what it says right here. Mark your um, calendars, folks. Yep, yep. Mark your calendars. And a little tidbit out there. This is a little uh, uh, praise to the Xbox here. It's coming to major platforms, but Switch, uh, except for Switch, on July 14th, and will be on Xbox Game Pass day one. So if you guys have Game Pass, you guys already have uh, Actual Primal when that comes out. Uh, Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. And that's just the announcement of it coming to Xbox Series X, S, PC, Windows, PS4, and PS5. Um, Resident Evil Death Island CG CG movie, I guess. What? Yeah. The Resident Evil 4 Chainsaw demo. And that's what they ended off with. And the part two of this is is literally talking about the demo. So Zach Zweizen from Kotaku says this in the article. Today, during Capcom's latest online spotlight event, the publisher officially announced and released a demo for the upcoming Resident Evil 4 remake. This, this demo isn't super shocking news, as earlier today, fans had spotted and reported seeing ads on Twitch for the then-unannounced RE4 remake demo, seemingly spoiling the surprise Capcom had planned for today's event. And Capcom also told us back in February that it had plans to release a demo, but it didn't share any details at the time. The new demo out today takes place at the beginning of the game in an iconic village uh, ambush section. The demo is called Chainsaw Demo and is out today on PS4, PS, uh, PS4, PS5, Xbox Series, XS, and PC. And no, that's no typo. Capcom is skipping Xbox One for this remake. Uh, Capcom confirmed that unlike some past Resident Evil demos, the new Chainsaw Demo has no time limit and can be played as much as you want. I expect I'll be playing it a lot as I prepare to buy Resident Evil 4 all over again and again and again. So <laughs> I want to take it on over to uh, one of our... I mean, I'm pretty sure all three of you guys are really inside the RE universe, but I want to take it on over to you, Shaolin Keys. As for someone that has played the demo and that is in the RE universe, what are your thoughts about all of this? Um, demo is really fun. Uh, 
I love it. Um, the way uh, they the way they updated the the game uh, a little bit uh, from the original uh, Resident Evil Four. Um, I like the way uh, the knife the knife combat handles uh, in the game. Uh, I'm not sure sh- uh, if 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 uh, you've seen uh, recent well past Resident Evil uh, showcases. They show you that you can actually uh, parry with the knife now. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, you can parry with the knife, but you also have to be careful too because your knife can get dull. So you like so you have to be careful uh, with your knife knife usage because. Um, because your knife can't get dull, and then that way you're not able to parry certain attacks. Um, uh, in the dem- in the demo, uh, you can do uh, you can do stealth attacks uh, with using your knife. Um, you can uh, you can kind of like do like you can you can stealth around around cer- like cer- uh, certain enemies and stuff like that, so that that way they don't see you. Uh, so you can uh, get around uh, more more frequent frequently um than in the past uh resident evil 4 because we all know that game you, man that the movement in that game was tough but the, in, the, in this game the movement is is more uh fluent um uh it's quite difficult too i, I will say that i've i've died quite a couple times playing playing this demo, and to the point where I just had to, you know, I, I had to, you know, just take a break from it because, you know, I don't. Uh, I'm gonna just take a break. But, um, <laughs> you, you had to step back before you had to buy a new TV, is what you're talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For for you know, uh, I had to buy another controller, but um, <laughs> um, all in all, yeah. This uh, and also. It has. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys uh, have seen or heard about it, but this demo also has a secret mode that you can play, and it has a couple of secrets in there uh, that you can that you can find too. I did hear about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So 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 this 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 demo is just you know it's just a, a I mean just this Resident Evil remake is just a love letter to uh, to fans of the original. While also giving giving them something new, uh, in my opinion, it has the best best Resident Evil character in in the game, Leon Leon Kennedy. Love that love that guy. Love to see it. Um, I was going to say Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, in in this game, it has uh, Leon's famous kicks. Um, it has uh, you know it has the famous uh, one liners that he had in the original game. Uh, you know, it, it's it's just it's just a good a good uh a good remake and also something new that bring brings to the table in the Resident Evil uh Resident Evil franchise. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing uh where this goes after after this game uh comes out and after this game uh does pretty well. Heard that, and then as far as my other two uh, co-hosts in here. Does this news do anything? Are you guys excited? You guys gonna check this out? Like, what what does this news do for you as far as hearing uh, about this at the Capcom event? Oh, this is great. Um, if you know anything about me, you know I absolutely love my horror games. I was livid when I heard Silent Hill Two was coming out, and now I'm hearing Resident Evil plus the Dead Space. Have you seen the Dead Space remake? Mm-hmm. Dude, it. 
if their remakes are anything like that, or even like the remake of Resident Evil 2, you you got it. I mean, as long as they do a couple things, okay? I, I'm, Silent Keys answered one question. They fixed the running gun. I do like that they dull the knife, so there's no knife challenges where he's just trying to knife everything. They got to <laughs> fix Ashley's Sorry. AI. <laughs> no, it's not fine. gonna run next. Ashley was You died so many times trying to save Ashley. Oh man! <laughs> fine, leave her alone. She's doing the other half that, Like one half is awesome. The other half is just one big escort mission. Yeah, with yeah, one that's... of the dumbest characters. <laughs> and the commercials already acknowledged the third part. The shopkeeper's coming back. What are you buying? What are you buying? <laughs> what do you need to survive? <laughs> what are you selling? <laughs> what, what about you, then, Mill? Do you care to, uh, you, you wouldn't jump in on this at all? Like, is this something that you want to, like, ex- get lost in the experience? I mean, I'm definitely excited for it coming out. Um, it's definitely on my list. Um, I'm not going to be jumping in as hard as, you know, Nineball and Shaolin might. Um, but I'm definitely, you know, excited for it. I'm glad they're fixing all that stuff because that, that running, that stop and gunning thing just, that ticked me and my bro TV up at this off when we, especially we're caught playing it. Like, it just, so bad. So freaking bad. Like, just, it, it made, like, we, we almost had to replace our controllers <laughs> you know, when we started doing that. But we made it through. We struggled us through, but oh my God. Um, yeah, I definitely like the dulling down the knife thing because I, you see so many videos of like just knife runs, solo knife runs, and all this crap that people do. Um, so this makes it more challenging for them to do that. You know, now it'd be nice if like you know with the shopkeeper coming back, if you could buy whetstones or something, resharpen up the knife, you know, you know, but it makes you like think, oh, what am I using? Yeah. So um, it's good though that they're remaking it, and I'm hoping what that does is one keeps the genre alive. You know, for the old oldies like you know us you know to love it and play it again i'll play it better and then also get newer blood in you know we want to get the new blood in get them playing it and enjoying the life and messed up world that is resident evil yeah all right that or that all right um i did have two quick questions for shallon before we move on over to the next part of the story uh, okay. My first question is: Is the demo two player? Uh, the demo is not two player. The demo is uh, one party only. Gotcha. All right. And then the the combat. I know you say that you're able to move now a little bit. Does it feel like any way of like a Metal Gear Solid, like the newer ones? Uh, would you be talking about like Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid uh, Rising Revengeance, yeah. or yeah. would you be talking Rising? Yeah. Okay. So. Uh... It's been a while since I played Rising Revengeance. Uh, I would say it, it plays a lot better. It's kind of similar. To, like, you still have that third-person view of, of the character. Um, um, I will say uh, uh, the the shooting the shooting in this game is uh, a lot a lot better. It uh, so basically what what it is it, it takes it takes what it did right with Resident Evil Two remake and it makes it even better. Uh, you know, um, Resident Evil Resident Evil Two remake w- was really good, but um, you know there there was certain certain things I, I didn't really like about that game, so to speak. Like some some of the movement in that game wasn't really 
wasn't really that that great to me. Um, but in in this in this demo, it just it just answered like a lot of questions that that I had about it. Like, like I said, the movement is great. Um, uh, the the I don't know. It just, it just it just feels it just feels a little bit more fluid. Like you know, um, the running, crouching, um, walking, uh, looking around, quick turns, and everything like that. So you know, you're not you're not getting hit behind and you know it's, it's an easy quick turn button i think you press down down r1 to quick turn and everything like that and then you can even press r1 to uh to sprint now uh you press circle to crouch and uh and crouch um uh the combat system there so the combat system it, it depends it depends on uh on your kind of like on your shots and then uh then you're uh you're knifing too so in order for leon to do his kicks you know you have to you know you have to stun the enemy so you have to shoot either in the kneecap you have to shoot either in the head or kneecap or, or whatever and then the enemy will be stunned and then you'll be able to do a kick or uh knife an enemy like you can you can you can definitely knife the enemy enemy to death but uh, at the same time, you don't want to spend your time too much time, you know, doing knife slashes because uh, you have so many enemies coming uh, coming at you at the same time. So you want to kind of uh, be strategic in how you and uh, how you play. Also, you also want to save ammunition, of course, uh, along with uh, you know saving your knife for uh, preparing and reason preparing reasons as well. So it's it's all I, I feel like the combat is uh it's a lot of str- str- strategic um rather than just going in hacking and slashing. That's what I think the difference is with this game versus Rising Revengeance where you know you get you don't have to worry about uh you know like saving up, you know, bullets or uh worrying about your sword and dokas and, and metal gear saw rising, you can just go in and just start hacking hacking and slashing whatever you want but in this game you have to you have to like actually think like okay is it is it a good time to run okay i can you know i can shoot this zombie uh stagger him kick him and it there's a point like there's you can do it to where like you kick one zombie and a whole bunch of zombies just like you know fall along with it so the, like you have to, you just have to use, you just have to be smart with it on how you use your bullets, how you use your knife, uh, whether it's a fight or flight situation, and um, yeah, I, I would say that that's the biggest difference between those two games. That's what's up. I mean, you mentioned uh, that it's a fight or flight situation. Every situ- situation would be a flight for me, so that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, <laughs> one, can I do one quick question? What up, Dad? Because this one is something I thought of while I was listening. And because you know Resident Evil 4's backstory, it's basically it basically took horde to the action. Do you think this is more action or horror based for this one? Does it feel more actiony or horror ba- horror-y for you, like scary? Uh, it's it's a it's a good combination of both. Because uh, even even in the Resident Evil uh two remake, and yeah. uh, if you played the Resident Evil three remake, which I which the Resident Evil three remake didn't really get that many good reviews because of how short the game was but in that game it did focus on uh focus on on the horror aspect too because you know you're you're playing you're playing with uh you're playing with jill uh and then you know the nemesis is chasing after you and it could 
just pop up anywhere uh, in the town. Uh, you know, it can bust through walls and stuff like that. It can give you jump scares and stuff. Uh, with with this with Resident Evil Four, I, and I like how they did it because uh, in the original game, uh, when you first uh, are tra- traversing through the woods, it wasn't really that scary. You know, you're just, you know, you're walking through the woods and everything like that. But with this one, I like what they did. And, and it's, it's great, too, is that they really made it made it scary walking through those woods. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though it's the beginning of the game, uh, the way that the way that they they made it made it feel and the way that they structured it is, you know, you're walking slow through the woods like you don't know if anything might come out. Uh, you see. You see animal carcasses and you know barbed wire and stuff like that. So it's just like it. They they bring a they bring a good aspect of uh of uh of uh terror in, inside this game, and I and I think it's going to be a good balance with action too, because as we as as everybody knows that did play the original Resident Evil, um it was it was like kind of like that introduction. To to like an action-based type game uh you know leon's you know doing a whole bunch of heroics and one-liners and everything like that everything a hero does which which is still they preserve that in in this remake so that that's also a great great thing that they did um i would i would uh tell you some more um stuff that they that they have in the game like there's a there's this house region that you go in the game but i want y'all to experience that for yourselves uh, and and it's 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 good. You when know, he says it's, he wants to experience it for yourselves, he's talking to YouTube. Just that's just make sure that no, that's clear. That that's extremely no, clear. No, no, just no, make sure that is clear. Content, why don't you come on and come yeah, on the show? You can with play. Us. You can play. If y'all can get enough likes or whatever, emails or whatever Malachi has to play this game you know what I'll take you on that one if, the, if we get over a hundred <laughs> views on this particular podcast then yes I will play the game I got you it has to be a hundred has to be a hundred handball let's start making accounts and, and, right. and, 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 and it, it, it could be on YouTube Twitch it could be on whatever it could be even can be combined but if you guys get a hundred views on any social media platform for on this particular stream, I, I got you. I will play the demo. <laughs> I'll play the demo. I remember this guy playing the demo for Silent Hill, which you know I'm with Nine Ball Pits that they didn't make it. Oh, you talking about he PT? Let, yeah, he, he, like like when you played that demo, you lasted like barely ten seconds in that game before you noped out of it. You're like, uh, no. That is a full lie. I made it to the door, and that was it. I, that, okay, so I it gave right. you... Get it I right. gave you... I gave you five more seconds to be kind. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. He yeah. literally, like, he was in... Door happened, and he was like, no. No. I, I, I opened the door. The, the hallway looked a little daunting, and then I... I my mistake was staying there and listening to the radio. Because there, there was a... It, yeah, I stayed there. I listened to the full story, and there was still more. I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, get away from me, Satan. I, this ain't happening. Not in this house. 
<laughs> oh, Christian Minecraft server. Exactly. I'm going to go ahead and share my screen because I, uh, we're, it's going to take you guys on over to the next store that I want to talk about. Um, so you guys should be able to see this here. Let me know when you guys can see it. Yeah, I see it. All right, cool. So for our uh, people that's watching right now, I'm going to go ahead and enhance it. And then... You guys can hear it? Yeah, we hear it. All right, cool. So a little bit that we're going to talk about this game now real quick. We're going to move this out the way for a second. Bam, bam. Oh. Oh, hold on. Difficulties. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. All right. There we go. So I'm going to let that loop around as I read this uh, article real fast for you guys. And I'll stop sharing my screen. Um... Actually, no, I'll, I'll, I'll keep sharing. I'll keep sharing so that way you guys can see what, what's up. Oh, hold on. Let's do this little thing again. There we go. Cool. All right. We, we in there. And that is still pinned to the top. Cool. All right. Cool. So, George Young from GameSpot says this is an article. Developer Heart Machine and publisher Gearbox have announced the Hyperlight Breakers early access period on Steam has been delayed to later this year in the fall. It was previously set to launch this spring. A new gameplay trailer was revealed showcasing the roguelites features, including infinite open worlds and endless amounts of weapons to wield. Hyperlight Breaker is a 3D action adventure game um, set, set in the world of Overgrowth, where players are taxed with overthrowing the, the Abyss King. The game can be played either single player or, or cooperatively. So looking at this, First, who wants to who wants to comment first about this this game that they just saw? Uh, you going If you're promising unlimited deaths, these bosses better be able to kick my ass as soon as I walk <laughs> in the door. Well, there's a limited deaths. Uh, uh, it says unlimited open world, so very uh, what's it called? Um, no Man's Sky ish. Uh, and yeah. and endless weapons, so that's reminds me of Borderlands. So, so the the endless uh, weapons thing, yeah, yeah. 
that one, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I understand Borderlands and this weapon thing, but like, it, there's a point. There's like a point where it's like it can get kind of like, you know, a little too repetitive. So you gotta be careful about it. You know, like you better have like a good amount of trees and everything, and a good amount of different weaponry. For most, looks like there was like swords, hammers, guns, and all. Like, so you're gonna need to go between machine guns, probably light machine guns, you know, pistols stuff like that you know like and you're gonna have to have like a good like really good differential between them and like i'm if you're gonna do that i'm pretty sure they're probably gonna put element affinities and other damage modifiers and stuff on these guns that are gonna be randomized off of the list that you know whatever they've got in there um the open world thing with um is i like the ideas of open worlds i love a good open world game but there are times where sometimes i feel like it's just it's not done right or it's like still kind of lacking and needs you know to be fixed so i'm also kind of curious if this game's going to come out straight away or if it's on steam it's probably going to come out early access to be completely honest um is what it feels like to me um combat wise looks really good interesting um you know they have a good at least different cast of characters that they showed you there at the beginning you know it looks like you got you know a couple of good choices and i think you know looked like you can kind of customize your character um, I don't know the depth of that, so they're going to have to show more, because the only difference I saw was, like, a couple of different hairstyles, it looked like. Um, and then, like, literally, like, I just, I need to kind of, like, know a story, because to be honest, like, without a story, I was kind of just getting, like, a little bit of, um, at least to me, like, a Craftopia vibe, where it's just, like, you go around and just start beating up bosses and, you know, just raiding fields and dungeons and stuff, just getting materials or whatnot from just building guns and everything, so... It'd be interesting to see what the story is, or is this just like a dungeon crawler? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say, gameplay looked interesting to me. The thing that grabbed me is the fact that it was multiplayer. You guys already know I'm a sucker for good campaign cooperative style uh, video games like that. Um, but uh, well, I don't know if this has a campaign yet or not. <laughs> I didn't yeah, say. well, well, well. You can at least tra- traverse together as a unit, and it looks like we'll be together. It's not like at the I, again, this is all speculation, but it didn't look like it was going to have to be. I had to summon someone into my world, and then after that, then they're gone. It looks like it has more of the No Man's Sky feel to it, to where you are able just to kind of literally travel together and as a unit, as a group, and fight these monsters by shooting guns, swinging your swords, whatever the case is. Looks very interesting to me. I, I know one thing that would help it, uh, at least for, for us to have a better grasp on it, is if we went back and played Hyper Light Drifter. Um, cause I've heard, I've heard, uh, great things about that game. Um, but I believe if I'm not mistaken, it has a very bloodborne demon souls style of storytelling to where it doesn't really tell you the story yet. They kind of go search for it, which that's a turnoff for me. Um, but, uh, but the gameplay itself in general still looked pretty fun. Uh, so bloodborne and demon souls, they did kind of tell you like where the major bosses are and all. So you do have that. It's just like a lot of times with Demon Souls and everything is that what they wanted you to do is really get the lore of the world. It's a very lore-rich world and very lore-rich setting, especially with Bloodborne. So a lot of the bosses have elements in there that tie into a lot of the upper, like so like sometimes it could be considered a sub-boss. It ties into like a lot of the heavier bosses. Now, yes, it's not like a very bright, you know, point of like here's your waypoint go fight this boss now level up go to fight boss number two congratulations you're halfway through the game no it's not like that so it does require some exploration if they've got that in there uh with that point of story that's that's okay 
I do. I'm okay with that. You know, I, I understand you know, for you. It's like, you know, it's not as cut and dry, but um, that's good though. Then that they would have that story. Cause like the trailer doesn't make it seem like they've got a storyboard. It just like, you've got dungeon bosses and that's it. So, and again, that's me speaking off of what I know about Hyperlight drifter, which this one looks like it's going to be the next entry to that, which is Hyperlife breaker. So it's just, it just, it looks interesting to me and it looks, it, and the gameplay looks fun. Even if it's just like in there for a couple hours, just tearing stuff up with you guys. Um, this one looks scary to me, and it, not really the game. The trailer looked okay. I mean, but really, just action trailers don't attract me anymore because of I've been burnt a couple times. But the scary part to me is the publisher. Um, anybody that knows Gearbox Heart? Software? Well, yeah, I think publisher. I think Machine Heart's taking lead though. But, but I get you. Gearbox, the makers of Duke Nukem Forever, oh, man. the makers of Aliens Colonial Marines. Okay, that one though I kind of liked. <laughs> and oh, let's let's hit the last one, Battleborn. Oh, I forgot Ooh, about who that. remembers Battleborn? I should have forgot about that. That is crazy. They've kind of got a bad rep for almost any game that's not. Um. If it's not a, what is that, Borderlands game, it's usually not really good from them. Mm. I mean, I'm really to give this one a okay shot, but I don't, I don't know. I want to see more. That's all I'm gonna say. Just right now, just that trailer. I've seen a lot of trailers which look good. It's just that publisher. I don't. And Randy Pitchfork. It's it's one of those things where some tr- publishers I I can trust more than others over the eon. I've learned to trust more, but some eh, you got to take a step back and see who's who who's in the kitchen before you order your food. You know, <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and sometimes with Randy and I mean they have I guess did some good, but I'm looking up also Heart Machine. They did Solar Ash. Yeah. Hyperlight Drifter, the yeah. Anaparian Collection, and I don't know what that is. They've also got uh, Homeworld. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they, they, yeah, they got a couple good ones, but it's, I mean, Wait, it, it reminds me in a way with the animation sort of spellbreakish in its animation in some ways. Mm-hmm. And how it looks. And out of all the games to bring up, you had to bring up, oh, it's got a No Man's Sky feel. <laughs> you remember how that game launched, right? Oh, yeah, it launched terribly, but I'm just saying, like, where it's at now is where, where it has the I know. You know, I love, I love, I, you know, I played a mess out of some No Man's Sky. Oh, yeah. That is my, that is my, outside of House Flipper, that's one of my relaxing games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no fighting in that besides the occasional dogfight in space. Like, well, yeah, dogfight. You can also, well, no, you can raid ships like Dead Space and stuff. There's, they're like freighters. You'll go get like a mission. You can go go like Dalek freighters. You can go bounty hunting. There is like a when you go into like the nominally and the nexus point, you can team up with your people and go and like fight pirates and stuff, or go collect things for extra rewards for your planet, for your ships and stuff. I knew about the dogfights. I didn't know about the other stuff. I mean, I've just gotten far enough in there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a lot. uh, For you, what are your thoughts about this game? What, What 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 did this do for you when you checked it out? Uh, I, um, 
at first glance, it, 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 look, it looks uh, it looks good. Uh, at first glance, uh, when it said unlimited deaths, um, <laughs> that's what it got you. <laughs> Yeah, it got it got me too. It got me thinking because uh, if, if it's unlimited deaths, that that just means that they're gonna it's it's gonna be uh, a, a kind of like a challenging game. It kind of got me thinking like like kind of like a, a Elden Ring, maybe maybe the you know the the Souls type games. To which, to be honest with you guys, I'm not really much of a fan of of the Souls games like like those because I like I'll play them, but I just I just know myself. And I will, I will, I will rage <laughs> at a, at a soul's boss. Like so, I I just choose not to because I, I love I love saving my money on on these, you know. So, I, so I, I just I just you know I just watch YouTube videos and see other people rage and laugh and stuff like that. But uh, just, uh, but about this game, it's just uh, I like the um. I like the customization options. I like the traversal. Uh, the combat and gameplay look, looks pretty good. Uh, I don't really know that much about the developer, so I'm going to just put my, put my trust in you guys and what you say. It's just me. It's just me. Yeah. It's, so, I've been know, burned a couple times by them. I'm like, eh. Yeah, tr- trust me. I, I've had my fair share of burns. <laughs> Third degree, <laughs> tenth degree. <laughs> I would have said that's impossible until you t- mentioned Marvel Avengers. <laughs> oh man, that that got me down to the bone marrow. <laughs> There's no flesh left. Right. So, I mean, uh, with this game, it, it it looks like it has promise, but I would just have to see more because, uh, uh. Like no, like No Man's Sky, you know, No Man's Sky when it first came out, it, it had a it had a lot of promise when you looked at it. But then when it came out, it wasn't really as it seemed like in the trailers. Mm-hmm. So like I think I think what's good about this game, if uh, it said that it was going to have a, a a beta, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I feel like I feel like. Uh, now, did No Man's Sky have a beta? Uh, does anybody remember? I, I, don't, no. I, don't, I don't think it did. No, it did not. No, it did not. Okay, so like, so with this game, I, I think that the advantage it has is that it has a beta. And with betas, we know that, you know, once we play the beta, you know, once the beta ends, like, you can uh, give your input on things that they can improve, things that uh, they can work on. And I think that with this game, having a beta, that gives it uh, the advantage. Um to let people play it, let people test it out, um, let people know, like, hey, uh, what can we improve? What can we fix on? What works? What doesn't work? So, uh, if, if this game, if this game, you know, uh, lives up to its like not lives up to its potential, but if this game, you know, comes out strong with the beta, to which I, I feel, like, I feel like it, it, it is a little bit. Again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just put. You know, all all my uh, all my faith just into the beta, uh, because you know you don't you don't want to do that. You just want to see you know what works, what doesn't work, and stuff like that. But from what I saw with the trailer, and also trailers can be deceptive too. But I'm just I'm just throw that out there because you know 
Marvel's Avengers. That looked that looked great, trailer wise. And then <laughs> we saw what happened with that. You know, what I'm saying so. Uh, but ju- if I'm just judging from the trailer, it looks good. It looks it looks great. Um, it kind of gave me so uh, a little bit of Souls wise, but like with more better traversal. And uh, the combat looks the combat looks okay. I want to see uh, what more he can do uh, if he can. Uh, shoot bow and arrows, or if you have like different combat styles and stuff like that. So uh, this game has a lot of promise, uh, and uh, I want to see I want to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna uh, I, I'm going to read story number four, but I really want to discuss story number five since we're about to wrap it up on time, and I know that you have things to talk about for story number number five. So story number four, switch to yes or no. Eddie Makuch from GameSpot says this in their article. The Nintendo uh, Switch is now on its seventh year, and the system continues to put out big numbers, uh, big sale numbers. That being said, people always want to know when, what's next. Nintendo marketing executive Doug Bowser, real name, uh, told that uh, told the AP that he has quote nothing to announce end quote about the next Nintendo hardware. But overall, the company feels very bullish about the current model. We're entering uncharted territory with the platform. It's exciting to see that the demand is still there, Bowser said. The uh, the Switch has proven to be popular so long into its life cycle, in part because uh, it is genuinely a unique device with the ability to be used at home or on the go, Bowser said. Uh, Nintendo will inevitably release another console one day. Uh, while we don't know what it'll be just yet, Bowser said that... Um, it aims. For, it will be for uh, to be a surprise and delight customers. How can we introduce a new, unique way of playing? Game, uh, playing. That's always the front of our minds. Bowser said, "The Switch has sold 122.5 million units as of December 31st, 2022. It is now the third best-selling console of all time. Nintendo just recently or just recently released a new Switch bundle to celebrate Mario Day." There have been ongoing rumors that uh, uh, of a new, more powerful Switch console with the Switch Pro, but th- those reports never materialize into a real product. Uh, a next-gen uh, Nintendo console will launch late 2024, according to one research firm, but this might not be anything beyond pure speculation. So for anyone that is out there, if you guys are curious about your Nintendo Switch upgrades and, and hopefully you can get, get something that will be a little bit more powerful as you can have it on the go... You might have to wait a little bit longer. Um, we'll have to kind of see. But story number five, Suicide Squad delays. <laughs> so, Zach Ozweizen <laughs> from Kotaku says this in the article. <laughs> Come back, Shallon. Come back. Suicide He's Squad dead, man. killed the Justice He killed him. <laughs> Suicide <laughs> Squad killed the Justice League. <laughs> the upcoming online co-op action shooter from Rocksteady has reportedly been delayed from its planned May release to sometime later this year. This follows last month's release of a new gameplay footage being met with a flood of negative reactions from fans and critics alike. First revealed way back in August 2020, Rocksteady Suicide Squad game stars uh, popular DC villains like Harley Quinn and Captain Boomerang and is based on the long-running series of uh, comics about the villains being recruited by the government agent Amanda Waller to take uh, on the wildly dangerous threats and to complete the ethically dubious missions. Um, It's also connected to the Arkham games, unlike last year's DC co-op flip, uh, flop, Gotham Knights. 
If uh, but if you were excited to play Rocksteady's next big game, you'll uh, you'll reportedly have to wait a little longer. End quote. End story. Take the reins, so, uh, Shallon Keys. All right. Uh, this is this is gonna be uh, kind of a, a rant. Uh, <laughs> a bit, so, uh, um, this game, man. First of all, uh, Rocksteady. Uh, Rocksteady is a uh, is a well known company that uh, made the Arkham games. You know, uh, Arkham, uh, Batman, Arkham uh, City, uh, Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knight, and uh, games. Every single time you played it, uh, one after another, the, the the gameplay was just it really captured <clears throat> it really captured the essence of Batman. You know, what I'm saying his universe, the lore, uh, how you play as him. Uh, and everything like that. Even, even in uh, you know, city and uh, and uh, night, how you get to play as uh, you know, you get to play as Robin, you get to play as Nightwing, Catwoman, Batgirl, uh, Red Hood, and everything like that. <clears throat> you know, and, and Rocksteady really kept it, really kept it. Uh, you know, they they knew what they were doing with the IP that they were given with Batman. So. Uh, now moving on to Suicide Squad, uh, Kill the Justice League. Um, here, here's here's the problems that I have with this game. So, um, in no particular order, I'm I'm gonna just 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 go. I'm gonna just go <laughs> off. So, uh, yeah. So, first off, uh, the Suicide Squad. Now I understand that the Suicide Squad had has had two movies. One, which was not really that well-received, uh, the first Suicide Squad movie. And then you had the Suicide Squad movie with uh, James Gunn that that did that did okay, but it wasn't really that that moneymaker, you know, that DC, you know, was looking to, to make. You know, you have James Gunn that wants, that wants everything to be, you know, a ragtag group of, you know, of characters and stuff like that. Some characters you don't know, obscure characters, and then, you know, tries tries to prop them up and everything like that. So I, with Warner Brothers wanting to make a Suicide, Suicide Squad game just based, based off those two movies, you know, I can, I can understand that. But when you have, when you have characters like the Justice League, you know, characters that, you know, people have been waiting to play on on games for you know forever especially characters made by Rocksteady and Rocksteady knows how to handle superheroes uh, example Batman you know so not only are we not playing with the Justice League but you have us playing with Suicide Squad to which people you know don't really even you know care about you know like the only person, a part of that squad that you know made that people honestly like really know is Harley Quinn, and then you know, to, and then to not only have, you know, have to play as the Suicide Squad, you're not even playing it like you're just playing with the Gun Squad because you know you have Captain Boomerang that doesn't really, you know, use boomerangs like he uses a gun, so he's Captain Gun. <laughs> and then you know you have you have King Shark and uh, King Shark. King Shark can use guns, but King Shark's more, King Shark doesn't really use guns all like that. So it's it's just like 
It's just like you're playing with Captain Boomerang, but all right, uh, what we're going to do customizes Boomerang, custom customizes guns. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, again, like you, you like you have the Justice League. You have the Justice League. Like, who doesn't want to play a, a a multiplayer game that you know you could play? Like, somebody could be a tank and be Superman. Somebody can you know be the Flash and you know scout and you know do all types of stuff. Somebody could be Batman. Somebody could be Green uh, Green Lantern. Somebody can be uh, Wonder Woman. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just a, a great greater possibility of of playing the Justice League characters than playing with the Suicide Squad. But you're not even playing those characters specifically to the T. You're playing the Suicide Suicide Squad with guns. And then just to just to be an insult to you know playing Metropolis. You know that that's the setting of this game, and you can't even play with Superman. Instead of now, you're you're having you have to, you know, you have to kill him. You know, in 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 his city. You know, so it's it's just a slap in the face to people that want to play these heroes and finally get to see what Rocksteady can do with these heroes, and then you know to and it's a slap in the face to not be able to play as them. And then, you know, it, it, it's getting old to where it's just like, all right, we have e- evil Superman. We have evil heroes. Uh, Brainiac's under, like, Brainiac has these heroes under control and, you know, you have to stop them and kill them and stuff like that. Like, many, a lot of people are tired of that. Like, a lot of people want to play as these heroes. Like, just, you know, just traverse as these heroes. Like, who, who doesn't want to run as the Flash at, like, at top speed throughout the city? Who doesn't want to fly as Superman? He doesn't want to go out in the space with uh, Green Lantern and stuff like that. Like, like just just talking about it, there's just so many possibilities that Rocksteady. I don't think Rocksteady did justice. Like, no pun intended, but j- just did justice. Like, you know, thinking about this game, you know, and, and 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 also, you know, this is Kevin Conroy's last, you know, performance as the Batman, and you know. To have him do this glorious performance that he's done so so well over the years, you know, and you know, rest in rest in having Kevin Conroy, but to have to to have to kill Batman, you know, what I'm saying that that just doesn't sit right with me. Uh, to take it to take it off the character aspect now, just focus it on the game. This is a live service game, and we all know what happened happened with you know recently like with live service games nobody really likes the live service because you know look at like in marvel's avengers a whole bunch of bugs a whole bunch of promises you know and everything like that you know people are really getting sick of live service games plus uh, plus at the at a top bill of 70 dollars for for a live service game and you know people are getting people are just getting so sick of that and on top of that it's a battle pass you know, nobody, like, you know, they wanted, and I, I don't think it's, it was much so much so sort of Rocksteady's fault. I think Warner Brothers kind of got their hands in a cookie jar with, with, with the making of this game, to which uh, the two uh, co-founders of Rocksteady left, um, left the company. So that's also a telltale sign of... Uh, kind of what was going on behind the scenes as well if uh if you like kind of like look into that so i i just think that uh warner brothers and uh whoever whoever's 
like took in charge of Rocksteady. They just got got their hands in the pot of like making this game and tried to make it something that you know fans of fans of these DC heroes that that they don't care about. They don't they don't they don't want a battle pass. They don't want they don't want a live service where you got to be online all the time just to play the game. Like they they just want to play a game that's well represented of of these heroes. You know, and, and I, I think that this this game just does a, a disservice and I hope that, you know, them taking the time to delay this, I mean, even though it's gonna kill me in the in the in the fantasy, but I mean, oh well. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully with this delay they actually hopefully they actually take the time and like, you know, fix this game, whether it's, you know, Fixing it to where like you don't have to play online all the time, fixing it to where uh, you get to play as uh, certain characters, or you know taking away certain aspects of the game that that they know fans aren't gonna aren't gonna like. Because if, if you look at every single trailer, every single uh, video on it on uh, YouTube, uh, there, there's there's a lot of downvotes. There, there's a there's a bunch of downvotes for that game. Not everybody likes it. Uh, from people saying it feels looks uh, Fortnitey, uh, you know. Again, the characters aren't, you know. You have Captain Boomerang, you know, having flash powers and wielding wielding a gun. You know, what I'm saying like it, it. 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 I feel like this game just tries to do too much. You know, what I'm saying for especially for for an IP that's not really that people really don't about you know like again i in my personal opinion i think the, like the major draw of this game is the justice league to where which you can't play as them like you have to kill them you know so i mean i digress it it is what it is you know yeah i this game, man. This game. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not. I'm not sure if that. Like, I, no, I, I, I partially agree with you. Um, actually, I, when I say partially, I, I'm not saying fifty-fifty. I'm saying more like ninety-ten. Like ninety percent, I agree with you. Ten percent of it, I'm, I'm on the opposite. Um, okay. But, uh, what did it like? I do think that you need to make these characters different. They can't all just be a skin and, and then they just shoot and that's it. I, I think that uh, Captain Boomerang should use his boomerang primarily for stuff. I do think that they should have a mechanic to where uh, King Shark, he's just going in there with his fists, like Hulk style, versus, like, even if you have to have him give him an ability that can, like, close the gap between characters, let that let that be the case. Don't, don't have it to where it's just him shooting a gun the whole time. Because they all, they, they all don't, they don't have any personality to them. Um, even when it comes down to the voice acting, some of the jokes that's landing are like, we've heard jokes like that before. Like, like if someone gets hit, is you, then Captain Boomerang's like, oh, that's gonna leave a mark. All right, you know what I mean? Like you've heard that so many right. times growing up. That's just like, okay, be original. You're not being original now. You know what I mean? So mm. just small things like that. So no, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, with that being said, I don't think the fix that the, that the delay is going to fix really any of that. The only thing I can see them do because I I don't think they're going to include the Justice League as playable characters at all in this game. 
I don't think that um, uh, that any of the voice acting is going to change because that's going to be extra time, extra money for them and everything like that. I think that the right. what the story that we have set is what's going to be. I think the one thing that they can fix is maybe switching up the move sets so that way each character feels different. Um, so that's that's one thing that I think that they could do. Maybe even switch it to where you don't have to play online all the time. Um, yeah. The live service aspect, I don't necessarily have an issue with if they do it right. Because again, like as far as the three of us uh, over here on the ALWT gaming side, we've we've been pretty hip the the smite for the longest time, and that's a, a live service model. You know what I mean? Right. But now, granted, we have our qualms with it because of the balancing. That's the biggest issue that we have with it is the balancing. But that has nothing to do with the live service aspects of it. If you wanted to have certain cosmetics and certain, uh, they even had it one where there was like a almost like a dungeon built uh, dungeon crawler style of the game. Um, and we just lost Shaolin Keys. <laughs> oh, no, no, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Hear you. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, he had to turn the camera off for a moment. He, he didn't want you to see his look of disappointment. Man. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I cried. I cried in one millisecond. Guys. I got actually a bit to say about this. Like, some things I agree with you on. And my problem is basically this it's not that they're fighting the Justice League, because I feel like the Justice League. It's okay, I guess. They don't have to necessarily kill him. They just probably have to incapacitate him. Because they're using kind of the Injustice storyline to where Superman turns evil. But my problem is basically, if anybody knows the Suicide Squad, because there's been like, how many? Three, four movies with the Justice, with the Suicide Squad? There's, there's been two. So you, two. So you have Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, the Suicide Squad, the lot of cartoon movies with them. The Suicide Squad has had a massive group of people. They even had, like, Killer Frost has been in there, uh, Zod. Somehow they got Zod and put him in the Suicide Squad. They had a huge roster to go with. But I feel like they're trying to piggyback off the success of the shows or the series. So, you know, like the main two from the original, you got to think about it, the main two from the original, um, Deadshot and Harley, Harley, Harley Quinn are both in there. The newer one, you had King Shark. And even though they threw in uh, Captain Boomerang, That's I feel like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like for me, they could have did a bit more with them i mean having unique characters i do like that angle of taking a different story that's what interested me in gotham knights till i actually started hearing a bunch of stuff about it was that you know you got a gotham game and it's not batman not every show has to have batman or somebody in it it's just my big problem is basically their issue is with I guess the characters themselves in a lot of ways. I mean, you have in almost every show she became Harley Quinn basically became almost the face of DC at this point. In a lot of ways. Yeah, they they try they try to make Harley like uh DC's version of Deadpool. Mm. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. Yep. So what so what which you can which you you can't do that cuz Harley Quinn her and, and and that's and that's that's another problem. They, but th this is not necessarily a problem like with with the the game. This is this is a character problem that DC Comics as a whole has. Like they they try to take Harley Quinn and make her something that she wasn't originally 
supposed to be and then you know they see they see a slight popularity like in a movie or something like that so they take that character and then they see the movie success and they see how they have uh, the character acts in a movie so then what they they'll do is and you'll, you'll see this in like like if you pay attention to like comics and stuff like that so like they'll, they'll take a movie and they'll try to integrate that movie into the comic you know what I'm saying? And the movie is different from the original comic, but since that movie did so well, they'll try to take that movie and, and try to take that per- the personality and even, even the character looks and put it into the comic one ongoing. And, you know, now, now, now you see Harley Quinn having her own show. Now you see Harley Quinn, you know. That's uh, like the equivalent of, of, of trying to make Robin uh, like the next face of the Justice League. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and and there's a, I mean, and there's a comic, there's a comic called uh, Dark Crisis that uh, that recently just passed, to where you you had you had Nightwing, you know, kind of like taking charge, but that that works because you know Nightwing is is a legacy character, like that's a legacy character, just like how Wally West is a legacy character, you and you can have him take the mantle from Barry, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and you can have him be a Flash. As in Harley Quinn, she's she, like, you know, she kind of has her own thing now because Harley yeah, Quinn like yeah. completely off from the Joker. Yeah, like Harley Quinn, you know her as you know the Joker's like you know uh, uh, psychic, but now they they just have her to where she has her own series. They have her to where she, has, you know, it, it's it's just crazy. You know, to where like at this point, DC's doing a whole bunch of you know side stuff with their characters. And you know, they're they're losing essence of what the characters really are. You know what I would have wanted to see, which would have been kind of cool. And they, this character's been getting a lot of attention in the DC universe. Is maybe have him up against the Batman who laughs. That could. I mean, but even even with even with that, you had there's so much that has to be that has to be done. Yeah, uh, in, order, in order to get into like the death metal, uh, the death uh, metal. Oh my god, dude! The red. I have like I think the ones I read was the red death, um, the drowned. Um, which one? Which one was the evil Batman with the Green Lantern ring that was killing people with the ring? The uh, I forgot. I forgot. Don Breaker. Don Breaker. Don Breaker Batman. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and, but the thing, even even with even with the uh, the death metal series, like it's so Batman heavy centric, to where it's just like, I mean, even even in today, like, you know, we DC is so heavy on Batman. Of course, Batman is is, is the money maker yes. in DC, but at the same time, like you also need other characters to shine in that too, because death metal is is a like kind of like a a, a two parter, you know, yeah, like. Part one, you know, you have a certain set of characters, and in part two, you also have to introduce, you know, some other characters. Like Wally West is a, a is a big part of uh, uh, the uh, second part of uh, Death Metal. Uh, Wonder Woman is a big part of uh, big part of the second, you know, part of Death Metal. So, and 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 a, and a whole bunch of other characters are too. So you they they have to if they want to do that and bring in the Batman who laughs and you know stuff like that, they have to, you know, make sure that they're 
that their universe yeah. is well well connected and well rounded to where you can bring in somebody like the Batman who laughs in. Yeah, that's true. Universe. I mean, I would like to see it. I thought his backstory was kind of cool. Yeah, the ba- very- yeah. Trust me, a Bruce Wayne that can that has the powers of the Flash. Trust me, that that oh, that, the red no, death, dude. That was smart. I actually read that one, dude. That was pure genius how he beat the Flash. I'm like. I never Dude, thought about man. doing that, man. <laughs> yeah, Cameron, I, I, I yeah, Cameron wouldn't like the fact that the Flash dies, but uh, yeah, Red Red Death is pretty cool. Red Death is pretty cool. Uh, Red Death can go to death. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to bring it back. Um, but this game, the problem with it, another huge problem I'm seeing. Is how is it going to differentiate itself? It's not. That's the problem. Um, <laughs> like, like I said before, giving each character... I'm trying to think of the game. Was it like X-Men Legends or something? And you had like a bunch of different characters? Yeah, it was yeah. Like top-down. So X-Men, no, X-Men Legends, you had three characters you could choose from, and then you could give them one of three power sets. Oh, uh, it was something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like, um, yeah, it's like you just you got like three characters you could choose from three different starts, but you have three different powers that you could assign to them. And then they pretty much just go through and then you have choice plots between where it's, um, you either go with the, forgot what, um, Magneto's group was the, the brotherhood or something with his yeah. group or with the, um, with the, X I don't think Magneto. it was that game. Then it was another, I can't remember the name of it. Um, not talking about ultimate but, alliance, right? No. Okay. But I'm. Uh, but uh, I digress. It's not important. Um, but anyways, I one thing Shylin Key says that I agree 100 percent with. You need differentiating factors with each character. I feel like, like you said, Shark needs to be in the front of fights and have abilities that mirror that. You know, like a normal tank, a ability to shrug off damage, maybe gain extra armor or extra healing in the middle of combat. Um. I mean, even, heck, I'm going to go real far back. Even a long time ago, even when I used to play Unreal Championships on the OG Xbox, they had different abilities. Like, I used to play, what was that, Harley Quinn? No, no, I think it was Harley Quinn. But they had an ability to where whenever you dealt damage, you healed for that amount of damage. It sounds busted, but they didn't have a lot of armor, unlike the tanks, which move real slow. But... Oh my god, it took like three headshots to drop them. They were absolutely beastly to stop. And I feel like they need that kind of an RPG-esque element. And it is, like I said, the amount of characters that's been in there, they could have went with so many choices. I mean, like I said, you had Killer Frost has been in there. I think Poison Ivy's been in there. Crocodile. Yep. uh, Zod's been in there. You've had list upon list of people underneath Amanda Waller. And I feel like they could have picked any of them, gave them unique power sets, and maybe even change a villain or two. Like, I'm still interested to see where this goes, but my interest overall has been slowly diminishing in it. And it's sad to say, because when I first seen it, I said, oh, this might be interesting playing as a villain. I do like a different perspective of things. But the more you're looking at it, you're like, 
Do I really want to do And now they're doing more polishing again. This is turning into... You know what happens when games get stuck in purgatory. Two games come to mind. Duke Nukem forever, <laughs> like I said earlier, and Cyberpunk 2077. And you remember oh, how both those launched? <laughs> <laughs> the longer a game's delayed, usually it's not a good thing. It's a bad thing sometimes. Right. So I'm, while I'm hoping the best and maybe... Maybe they might shock us because I did read a story a long time ago about Michael Keaton as Batman. It was interesting because they said when they initially put him as Batman, nobody thought he they thought he was going to be a pathetic Batman because he had only really played in comedies back then. Right. And everybody was harping on how bad he is and he didn't really respond to none. And then now he's basically considered one of the greatest people to ever don the bat suit. So maybe we'll get one of those. I'm going to hope for the best, but that next trailer better be pure fire. My room better be on. I better be calling the fire department. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get an extinguisher or something. Cause... For real. <laughs> I feel that. Um, so, I, so I'm not going to really read the other ones, but I want to tell you guys about some fun ones that, that I was able bro. to pick for the story. What up? Just skip over me, bro. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, I don't want to anymore. No, you're done with me. All right, so I'm going on over to the fun one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this guy. Um, so out there, we do have Meet Your Maker, which is coming to PlayStation on day one. That was one thing that was mentioned. Stephen Petit from GameSpot, if you guys want to take a look at that. Uh, new Tekken 8 trailer, which is not really the, a trailer trailer. Oh, wait, it's a new trailer, but it's featuring what martial law can do inside the game. So Darren Bonthis from GameSpot says this in our article on that. So you guys can check that out. There was a PS5 update that Marcus Stewart had talked about on Game Informer. That happened last week. Me and Mildewy had the privilege of testing it out a little bit um, because part of that was the, them bringing the Discord to uh, PS5. So very interesting stuff there. And then really uh, quick, how how was it? I'm sorry, how was it? No, yeah, no, you're, you're good. Uh, uh, I, so on my so what it was is that. I actually tested this out twice because I tested out with the PS5 and though there's a little bit of a headache to get to the point where I can do it, it's still a feature that is is good. It's great, I would even say. However, Xbox does it way better because on Xbox, if you're logged in you're, uh, and you link your Discord to your P- your Xbox, when you, there's a tab for, for that on Xbox and you can just, in your list, is you can just log into your your groups how discord is just like how it normally set up on the pc on playstation you uh after you link it together you have to on your phone or on a pc enter the group that you want to go into and then there's a a button that says connect to your ps5 then when you connect to your ps5 then you can go to your ps5 and be in that chat and then uh so it's literally uh, kind of transferring your voice to your ps5 so essentially that means that you can't manage your actual Discord features from your PS5. You still have to do it through your PC and your uh kind of defeats the phone. purpose of, you know, you know, not yeah. having a <laughs> Yes and no, because what that does, like I still would choose this method over game chat any day of the week. Because then you're still you're in the like even though I'm on my dashboard, I'm not, I don't have to be in a game. If I'm on my dashboard of the PS5 and I connect it my voice to the for to my Discord I'm still in the chat, like as if I'm just on the PlayStation chat. 
Okay. So so, yeah, so that means sounds like you need to have like two systems up and running though, just per, to be able to monitor it. Yeah, if if you wanted to monitor it, but but if you think about it, the re, the whole part because I, I thought about this a little bit more in depth. If you think about it, the whole purpose of why you're playing on like doing the Discord chat on PS5 is because likely you're playing with playing with someone on PC, so you don't have to manage by invi- inviting people to come into your 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 game because that's that's what the PC person can do. I remember that Final Fantasy 14 where I had to have my PlayStation 5 on. And I'm talking to you on PlayStation 5 yeah. while you're playing on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, you don't. You <laughs> went, and that was one thing I mentioned too. We don't have to worry about that anymore. So next time if yeah. we ever jump on 14 together again. You could you could just be on Discord. Yeah, yeah you could be on Discord just, on your PC. I'll just transfer my voice to the PS5, but we're in there the whole time. Yeah. My concern with that is though, and I because I've played, I've had this when I was on the Switch. Because as everyone knows, and if you don't, well, um, here's the news for you: Switch doesn't have uh, game chat voice. You know. Oh my god! I know. Surprising, <laughs> shocking. I'm gonna have to um, fax him about that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So me and my friend. Um, when we were playing Rise, we would do Discord. But the problem is, is if your device goes to sleep, Discord's going to cut the call off. Or after a certain amount of time, it cuts the call off. It's weird. I don't know why I was doing that. So my con- just concern with that is just if you go an X amount of time without touching a PC or without you know, touching a phone to a tablet, whatever you're using to connect in, is it going to cut you off and is it going to shut down the chat? Like, and is it going to disconnect you from the chat even though you're on the five and the five is active? No, no, it's not. You know? It doesn't do that because it's going to be, it's going to treat it like how we are doing this stream right now. It literally... That's my only concern, just because, like, it's just, it's just a weird that the fact that they're transferring the access from one to the other, it just, I wasn't sure if it stayed access on the original device, if it's like a tie in point, you know, like your five connects into the, mobile you know, desktop whatever you're using and then it goes into the discord you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. this yeah this is not i i know i know exactly what you're talking about because i had that same issue whenever i would use discord on my phone i don't have that issue when i use the playstation app like if i'm in the playstation app chat but only mm-hmm. but when i use discord if it's like that for a while then it's just like unless i'm reaching over every 40 minutes and like jiggling yeah. it or whatever yeah but that's that's not the issue with this with the playstation transfer that uh that one we, is fine because i tested that too okay cool yeah just want to make sure um so yeah so and, and there's other things that was included for the playstation 5 update which is uh introducing 1440p our variable refresh rates improvements all that good stuff um and then the last little uh, fun one out there is the db i call it db super super exciting got truman uh two from game rant and it's talking about how Orange Piccolo is going to come to uh, Xenoverse uh, 2, uh, which if you guys watch the Dragon Ball Super superhero movie, absolutely fantastic. That is a little bit of a spoiler. So if you guys, but at the same time, you guys had uh, at least almost a full year now at this point to watch it. So that's on you if, if, no. if this is spoiled. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I do hope that there's a couple of the characters that's in the in the series that's in that movie that they bring over if they haven't brought them over already. Um, so those I won't spoil for you, but we shall see. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is our Alt Things Gaming episode eight of uh, season three, 2023, on a beautiful March 14th, which is also a pretty cold March 14th. I thought we had a great uh, day a couple days ago. 
Um, day after tomorrow. Yeah. Day after tomorrow. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. But what I do want to do, what I do want to do is I want to take it back on over to Shaolin Keys. Thanks again, man, for, for tuning in with us and, and special guesting with us. Uh, one more time, where can people find you? Where, where If anyone wanted to follow you on social media or follow yeah. your work or even just in general, just know how. Yeah, how, I'm lost. How, I need to find you. Uh, yeah, yeah. How, how, how do you do it? How talk, can we stalk you, Shaolin? How can we stalk you? <laughs> Hey man, you, you can you can stalk me. You can talk to me. You can watch me. You can listen to me. Uh, Twitch, uh, Shaolin Keys. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, both with the same handle, Shaolin Keys. Um, uh, have the have my YouTube, Shaolin Keys as well. Every everything is just Shaolin Keys, so there there's no confusion or whatnot. Uh, uh, again, uh, Malachi to, uh, said it earlier. Uh, we'll be streaming Thursday. We're going to be uh, back on Back for Blood. Uh, so a lot more fun with that. Uh, look forward to <laughs> yeah. Me. Fun is what we'll call it. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have a lot of destruction. Uh, <laughs> That's the uh, max uh, of his horror genre will go. <laughs> well, so uh, yeah, my Creed, my Creed three review is coming. Uh, my Resident Evil 4 remake uh, playthrough is coming. Uh, yeah, I, I just have a lot uh, a lot planned. Uh, a lot of, uh, I'm going to get on my manga reviews. I'm going to get on my anime reviews and stuff like that and comic reviews. So every, everything is coming. Everything is coming. Just be patient, you guys. Just be patient. All right. You know, I'm just getting started. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you guys are following him again. Get this guy affiliate. We, we want to have him start making some money, you know. Um, www.twitch.tv forward slash Shaolin Keys S-H-A-O-L-I-N-Q-U-I-S um, Yep, as he poses for you uh, If you guys are uh, Anchor <laughs> listeners or Spotify listeners Make sure again you guys are checking them out Again, www.twitch.tv forward slash S-H-A-O-L-I-N-Q-U-I-S Shaolin Keys I need a pen uh but yeah but uh yeah and then uh, also um don't forget that this thursday we are planning on doing at least a little bit of exo primal um before the back for blood so uh so we're going to be testing out it's a two-day beta so we'll be testing out uh maybe maybe we'll get through the whole beta in that day we'll see but make sure you guys are checking us out at uh, ALWT Gaming, which is www.twitch.tv forward slash ALWT Gaming, ALWT Gaming, stands for at least we tried gaming because at least we tried. Uh, Until next time, everybody, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Control-Alt. Complete. 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 Basis.